Curry, way downtown. Bang! Bang! Oh, what a shot from Curry! You don't like that? You don't like NBA basketball! 
they look, they, they ended up, you know, caving because they're down so many guys that they were willing to let him come back and only play road games. And then they don't even get him back. So, I mean, they just had a number of their games canceled. Um, oh man. Based on the timeline right now, if they really have to wait it out 10 days, I don't, none of those guys are going to be there for Christmas day. So I like, who are the Nets supposed to play on Christmas day? The the Lakers. Was it the Nets versus Lakers? Yep. Yeah. Brooklyn Lakers, I think it's, 8 p.m. The Lakers also are missing like. I know, Anthony Davis. What do you guys think about Anthony Davis this year? I mean, Anthony, you go for it. all Lakers fans man. talking about trading. <laughs> yeah. Anthony Davis is not that dude, in my opinion. And this is not maybe the most yeah. popular take. I don't think Anthony Davis is a superstar. I think that Anthony Davis is the best role player in the NBA. That's my opinion. Wow. Have you always thought that? Uh, yeah, I think so. I don't think he can carry a team. I just don't believe that. I think that you put him next to a superstar and they can win a title, but I don't think he's got that standalone carry killer mentality. I just don't believe. I don't. I might you be wrong. You think it's a mentality thing and not an ability thing? Probably a little of each. Um, I don't know. You saw you saw Cat telling him he was too small, right? You, yeah, did but you see that? it's kind of ironic that Cat of all people is telling him that yeah. he's also not perceived to be, you know. I know. I mean, our, our boy Wiggs put him on a couple posters. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people were like, you letting soft-ass Cat do this to you? Like, that's not Wig, my Wiggs should have told Cat he was too small. That would have been a take. Like, mild-mannered Wiggins gesturing that Cat's too small. That would have been really funny. That clip was, was so that. hilarious because his teammates were even on the sidelines, like, yeah, like, wow. <laughs> and then when he like just kind of bodied LeBron to the ground, did you see that? And like the way LeBron turned around, I was just looking at him from the floor. I'm like, yo, these guys are stopping LeBron James. Did he did he get him though, or was LeBron fishing for a call? Like, did he bump into him and fall over on purpose? I tried watching it a couple I times, know, but it happened but it, so quick. It looked reckless, man. It looked crazy. Yeah. It's like when you try and set up to to take the charge and you end up getting posterized. <laughs> You're like, oh man, I should have just made a business decision and cleared out. Um, yeah, it was. I mean, that game was like just comedy, and like the war, the Lakers fans during that game, their tweets were just hilarious, and of course, Warriors fans were just loving all of it in their misery. So. I saw a great Kent Bazemore tweet. <laughs> oh what, did he, what did he say? Uh, I don't remember who it was, but basically, like, they said, I've completely given up on Kent Bazemore. <laughs> uh, so Kent, I, Kent Bazemore does his best cheering from the Golden State bench, in my opinion. I don't know what that Christmas Day game is going to look like. And, you know, I'm actually, let me just pull up the whole slate right now. Um, who knows who the Warriors are going to have, you know, just we're hoping that we don't get too many more announcements of, of other players going into COVID protocols. But I mean, what a mess this is turning into for the NBA. And I actually don't feel mm -hmm. that bad for them because I feel like they completely dropped the ball with respect to all of this COVID stuff. They pushed and urged players to get vaccinated and then basically said, we're not going to test anymore. We're not going to require you guys to wear masks. We're not going to implement any social distancing protocols. And now look, like 
COVID is rampant throughout the league. So, um, and like, look, I don't want to put all the responsibility on the NBA because I think we have to treat NBA players like adults and like they were also just really carefree with it, you know, including the Warriors. I mean, they knew that the, the Nets were in protocols and then like, I get it, it was Steph's big night and they were celebrating, but Kevin Durant came over and just like <laughs> hung out with them. Yeah, Like, I'm like, that's crazy to me. And you're playing the Knicks who you know have multiple players in protocols and you're hugging guys after games. I mean, just reckless um, behavior all around. So nonetheless, the COVID cycle is gonna hit the team or is hitting the team. So, you know, Christmas Day, you have Hawks versus Knicks. Didn't Trey Young just go into protocols? I think I did see that. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, the Knicks have so many guys in right now, but they've been in for a while. So maybe some of their guys will be coming out. They're not having the greatest season anyway. So I don't know how much people are going to be looking for that game. You know, I know the the the, the story behind it is Trey Young, but Trey may not even be playing. So yeah. then you have Bucks. You have Bucks and Celtics. Um, Giannis is out in protocols. Um, and didn't Middleton have a hyperextended knee? Is he even how long does that keep you out for? I I don't know. I mean, it depends who you are, right? Giannis came back one day later insane. and won the damn finals. So Did y'all see that Bucks lineup from like yesterday? It was like Javante Green. Jordan Nawara, Demarcus Cousins, good old Boogie. Um, yeah, they're just filling out a roster. Yeah, just yeah. like a bunch of uh, like the end of their bench essentially like starting. It's crazy. It feels reckless, man. Like, or, or yeah. even bringing in these G League guys, it feels reckless because like it's not just. I mean, first of all, like the quality mm. of the of the game is compromised because yeah. they're not starting NBA players across the board. And I don't know, like, it's different for some of us that are a little deeper into it, because like, we like seeing these guys get get play. Yeah. But it's like the fans, the casual fans that are going to stadiums, like, there's an expectation of seeing a certain product, and that's not going to be delivered. And then you've got these guys flying all over the United States in confined spaces. And they're getting sick, right? Or whatever that is, they're testing positive, whether they have symptoms or not. Um, and it's and it's a bigger issue than just them testing positive and feeling fine. What I think that we need to re- recognize is that these players are all vaccinated for the most part. And mm-hmm. so if they are asymptomatic, vaccination protection is playing a role in that. But as they hop around and go from city to city and state to state, they are bringing with them viral yes. load. And they are around people who may not be vaccinated, whether by choice. And we have a responsibility of protecting, you know, the Kyries that don't want the vaccine or the children that are under five that can't be vaccinated yet or medically fragile people. Um, It's hugely important. And so it feels irresponsible in my opinion. Um, I, I think they need to pause across the board and give it two weeks or something like that. Um, Mm -hmm. But I don't have they're not going to. I mean, did you see yeah. the NFL just announced earlier? Today? Yeah, like we're just not going to test anymore. And right? there were, I mean, there was reporting that the NBA was considering that too. That's wild to me. Um, and I was like, yeah, you guys keep banking on them shutting down. They're not going to do that. And so, um, yeah, I mean, looking at the rest of the slate of games, every 
every game looks like it will be impacted, except for right now, maybe Mavs, Jazz, Celtics, Bucks. You have the Bucks, and then like Josh Richardson just went into protocols today. Um, I think the Celtics have like eight available players. Yeah, Jabari Parker went into protocols the other day, right? And like, I mean, right now they have their stars, but you know, God forbid, like, you know, Tatum or Brown goes into protocols you know mm-hmm. the sun seems so far to have evaded it so who knows right if they'll be fully healthy but like we started to get hit with it and then you know what's going on with the nets and and lakers so yeah i mean mavericks and jazz right now appear i don't know if the mavs have anyone in protocols i don't think the jazz do so the chris i don't know what christmas day is going to look like but it's not turning out to be like one of those days so right now as we sit here recording this is sunday so it's several days before the holidays but um assuming we have the squad as is what is that gonna look like versus the phoenix suns missing two of our top scorers and devin booker being back for the suns it's not good <laughs> it's I mean, the suns are up 30 right now on the hornets so yeah huh? they're smoke they're smoking the hornets As we're right recording, now. yeah they're oh, 30. joy yeah. yeah yeah i mean the suns are How is a great basketball is he, is team he playing well Ooh, let me pull booker? up the stats real quick. uh booker has 16.6 rebounds five assists i don't know i don't see what this looks like hmm. i mean the I'm suns so are great pissed. top to bottom like Eaten. they're super deep they are i'm really pissed that we punted that freaking game like i really am against against the Raptors, yeah. i mean i know that the suns will have to lose at some point but like i don't want to just give them <laughs> i don't want to do give me <laughs> for sure for sure i don't know i mean i for i see where you're where your head's at regarding that i wonder if there's if there's information that we're not privy to about mm-hmm. like the like the frequency of testing or when they would have run tests. So like pool popped up positive, right. And then um, Wiggins came up today. So like if they had already elected that they weren't going to play Steph and Draymond and Wiggins and, all, and they flew them home, they may have just not even swabbed them heading into Canada. So like, presumably these guys, if they had even gone up to Canada, they may have all just swapped positive before they even made it to the stadium. So they may have flown them home knowing that they were all positive or just being like in the dark about it and assuming that it was a possibility. It's like, well, right. let's get a little time and we'll see. And then now Wiggs is up. The fact that Wiggins tested positive and we haven't heard anything else about anyone else makes me feel like, well, it's not like they're all submitting tests at random intervals like they all have to submit them on a timeline so hearing that wigs is in protocol and these other guys aren't today makes me feel well maybe there's a shot maybe they got back to california and submitted negative tests so there's nothing to report and like wrap these dudes in bubble wrap and don't let them go anywhere until it's game time right because they're doing daily testing now um which is is why i don't want to play the kings i don't want to i don't want that team anywhere near us (laughs) yeah California is a good place to be if uh, if you're trying to avoid COVID. California is doing okay, thankfully. Uh, we're pretty strict with like uh, the public health department. Or okay. I don't know what it's like out there where you're at, but uh, here in the Bay, like everyone's wearing masks everywhere you go. Like, and you can't walk into a store without a mask. You'll get you'll get chewed or kicked out 
Um, I'm in New York, so you know we have those mandates here. But at the end of the day, I, um, I mean, the numbers are on the rise. I mean, just there was like a meme or something I saw today. It was like City MD right now, which is like a, a really popular urgent care here. And like the line just insane around the corner for people like going to get tested. It's it's, it's pretty much madness. So um, it's not that way. It's not that way in the Bay right now. Okay. Right now. It's not that way, thankfully. So I'm hopeful geographically getting the team home will insulate them in some fashion. Well, you know, when COVID originally started, New York was one of the first places got hit, and we had to hear all of yeah. y'all talking shit about my state, like, oh, yeah, New Yorkers, da da da, da. Um, But it just made its way to everywhere else eventually. So, um, look, I, obviously, I'm really hoping no more um, people come down, or at least it's not the more critical people to the team, but we'll see. And, I mean, I guess there's always a chance, too, that, like, maybe Andrew or um, Poole could come out early if it happens to be like a false neck, you know, positive, like the way mm -hmm. Russell Westbrook did or LeBron. So <laughs> I think they need two negative tests in 24 hours. Is the, yeah. What I saw on the photo box. Yeah. So uh, that's like a quick little side jog on that. Is it like when LeBron tested positive, like the news came out, like LeBron has now submitted eight negative tests. Yeah. And it's kind of like, so how many positives were cooked in there? Because there's no policy that says you got to submit eight consecutive negative tests. Like he was like furiously swabbing his nose, getting these tests done until he got two negative ones in a row. It's kind of like, look, if you've got a positive and then you keep re-swabbing and another positive shows up, like at some point they need to cut you off and be like, go home for 14 days, bro. <laughs> like, Do you think that's what he did? Well, what else can it be? Like, how are they going to say hey, he submitted eight negative tests. Why would you swab someone that many times if they didn't have more than one positive one cooked in there? Like, it's crazy. No one no one would keep swabbing and submitting tests if every single one was clean over and over and over. You'd stop after two and you'd be out of protocol, right? Oh, so you think yeah. there were shenanigans with him. Oh, 100%. There, there must have been. Like, give me, give me any scenario in which LeBron had one positive test that was false and then proceeded to swab himself eight more times. It doesn't make any sense. It, I mean, were they just swabbing shallower and shallower until like they, I don't know. I don't know. I was not there, but uh, I'm going to take his own tweet and it fish smells like me. a bunch of fish emojis to me. It, I mean, uh, I know, like, I mean, I played around a little bit and said, mm-hmm. You know, I alluded to some things going on, but I was like, look, I don't want to run with conspiracy theories, but I never thought about it in the way that you just laid it out right there. Oh, I mean, it's totally, even when they reported it, I was like, this is dumb to report. Like, just put it out there that, he, that he's cleared health and safety protocols. Like, why would you ever say, hey, everyone be reassured he's submitted eight consecutive <laughs> negative tests? It's like, why would anyone get swabbed that much? It's like, I just imagine him like, swabbing furiously over come on like gotta get these negative tests like i don't know it's insane to me it's there's there's something fishy there for sure <laughs> fishy. for sure well so, i'm sure that he's like i feel fine it's like it's not necessarily about how you feel right you got virus or you don't like so i mean yeah. realistically for for 
this Christmas game, and I mean, for all the games that like, well, I mean, let me, let me, let me look at the calendar because pool, when does the 10 days start from like the day they announce it? Well, the 10 days, like what does the 10 days mean exactly? Because he, if he submits two negative tests, one each day, he would clear protocol, right? Or is there some degree of, if you have a positive test, you get an opportunity tomorrow, you swab again. And if that one is also positive, do they stop and say, look, you're out 10 days? Like, you clearly so I don't know. Have... Do they keep testing them daily even once they test positive? Does anyone know? Well, my guess would be that they do test daily, uh, even if you test positive. And just keep, uh, there's no reason not to, just keep track of it. And then when you clear it, if you clear it two days in a row, be like, okay, it's run its course. Like, I hope you're okay. And so now you're played, not shedding. They played Boston on the 17th. And it was that morning that we got the news, right? Yeah. What's curious though, is that they announced a change to the policy about daily swabbing, right? right. So like whatever day Jordan Poole entered protocols, where did that line up? And I don't know. I don't know the answer to this. Where did that day line up in relation to when they changed the protocols for swabbing? Because like, is there a chance that he had asymptomatic COVID like five days before that, and he just hadn't had to take a test because he's vaccinated? And then the second they said, hey, there's a problem, we're swabbing everyone, then he came up positive. Because if that was the case, he could be six days down the road right right? and then like if it's a 10-day thing where the body happens to clear this after 10 days he could be ready like he could have provided a negative test today if he was on day eight or nine of his course of illness and i don't know the answer to that i mean Um, i pull up the protocol i can read it to you if you want yeah yeah for sure it says uh if a player has a confirmed positive test for COVID 19 the nba mandates a minimum of 10 days of isolation away from his team without any physical activity after that period a player must undergo a cardiac screening and a re- and reconditioning in order to be cleared to return to the court. Okay. So that's so it sounds like that's what I thought it was protocols. Well, so that's that's another good question then. So like let's say pool has entered the protocol. What what does it look like when they determine if you've had a false positive or not? Because like did LeBron never entered the protocol, right? Like they never officially said he entered the protocol. Or did they tweet out? He did, but then they they tested more, which I think is available for like all players. But how that's the regular um, perk. I that's feel the- like if Le- if LeBron had a positive test and he challenged it, I think he should lose his timeout. Is what I think that he should lose. I mean, part of the, the policy you just read is the regular yeah. policy, right? So how yeah. does the new interim policy impact that or coexist with that? Uh, I'm not sure, but part of that original policy was that if a player who tests positive um, could also clear protocol by returning two negative uh, Paul Palmer, I don't know. Okay. How to say that. Palmer's chain reaction PCR test. PCR a, testing, yeah. Yeah. Within a 24 hour period. So, like, I, th- I guess that's how they would do the, the false positive, right? Yeah. So, so like, every player that tests positive, there's no reason for them to not submit daily tests on the yeah. off chance that they can produce two negative ones in a row. Like, yeah. There's no reason to sit at home and be like, well, fuck it. I'm going to wait 10 days. And it's like, no, you're going to submit. You're going to look at the clock and be like, all right, 24 hours from now, we'll try again. We'll try again. And you just keep going. And if you happen to get two in a row, um, then you get to clear the protocol. But, yeah. Because right. Ru- yeah. Russell Westbrook, he, how many, 
I believe he was out two days. No, it monk. I know monk because I was looking into this monk. Uh, I think only missed two days before he was able to like come back through the negative test. I don't remember what it was for Russ, but but he came back early too. Yeah, Russ, it might have been one day. I'd have to check the timeline for. See that that makes me feel like the whole LeBron situation is even more fishy because he like entered the protocol and then submitted tests, right? But like like eight negative ones, but like he didn't do a negative one every twenty four hours, like. This dude swabbed his nose like 10 times in one day and they counted it. Like, it just seems unusual. It seems unusual to me. Um, but well, I don't know. I'm... In, in theory, 10 days would be, if he did the full 10 days pool, that would be December 27th. Um, and that means it would be December 29th for... Um, Andrew Wiggins, if they both had to do the full ten days, yep. the thing is that they wouldn't just come back right straight after that, right? Like they'd have to go through a reconditioning period, which I was. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I, I know, know that like Vucevic, when he tested positive, like he didn't come back after ten days. Like he was out for a couple of days with reconditioning. I think. I think for, he uh, had like symptoms though, and like yeah, that that, that might have changed it. Because that. like yeah, Zach, be I think I think Zach Levine is also having symptoms because it was already announced he's not coming back before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, and Embiid was like the same thing, but he told us he had symptoms. So I, don't I, know. I had a hard time getting a read on what Embiid's situation was because like he kind of made a comment saying that he thought he was like it almost made it sound like he thought he was gonna die. He's like, I didn't he said think I was it was really, really bad for him. And I then he was kind of laughing about it, too, when he said it. So, like, I couldn't tell what his tone was. I definitely think he was out longer than 10 days, though, because I remember okay. having some Sixers fans on at the time, and they said, we've heard nothing about him, you know, which makes me think it's serious and, you know, whatever. So, I just think so- that you're... Because many of the players have come back like within 10 days or the 10 days. So I feel like the players that are taking longer than that, to me, that's, again, I'm speculating, but to me, that's an indication that they probably did experience some symptoms. And so they have to work their way back in a little bit. So if we've got, um, if we've got Wiggins out till the 29th. At worst, has, at a minimum. Yeah, that like has him missing. Days. One, two, three, four games. So he'd miss Sack Grizzlies, Suns, and the first game against the Nuggets because we play Nuggets on the 28th and then again on the 30th. Um, that's yeah, that's a problem for sure. And what day does it have pool coming back? 27. Yeah, that would be 10 days for him. So he he'll miss three games if he doesn't produce tests. And that's assuming no one else goes out. Nuggets are pretty depleted, mm-hmm. though. So they're less of a concern to me. I mean, that's just like a Jokic versus Steph thing. Both yeah. teams mm-hmm. would be depleted. Nuggets just re-signed a summer league, Warrior Summer League legend, Davon Reed. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, so, I mean, yes. I mean, what, with all these people, with these two guys out, what, what, I mean, what's this, Kaminga, you're going to see him in the Suns game then, right? Yeah, I mean, you should get some run. I mean, they're going to yeah. need, you know, his interior support. I hope so. I hope so. This remi- <laughs> it reminds me of uh, of last year, um, mm. early last year, when we were, like, kind of going through it. Like, oh, we, we like, had, like, we eight not, guys. We were, like, we were not playing well, and it just felt like every game, you're like, oh, we're going to lose. Mm. And I remember the highlight was, like, but I get to see 
what becomes of James Wiseman. Like, <laughs> even if we lose, like, what's he going to do? What's he going to look like? I remember specifically, like, tuning in to be like, how's this guy going to develop? Is he going to have a highlight? Does he look like it's catching on? And then when he went down with his knee, I felt so deflated. I'm like, I don't even want to watch basketball right now. Um, so, like, getting to see Kuminga play is – that's a highlight for me. I don't remember, but, like, my memory just, like, it loses I, – I lose information so quickly. But when we played the Suns the first time this year, did GP2 get in that game and defend Booker at all? Uh, I think I, don't I remember GB2 mostly playing uh, matching up with CP3. I want to say I, I can that pull up right. the matchup numbers, but that's from memory. It, it, but I remember, I remember in the first game, well, actually, we played them twice already. I keep forgetting that. So in the first game, Dre was on CP, but when they came to to um, Golden State, well, to the Bay, um, he wasn't on CP anymore, right? Or am I confusing the games? Well, I think I the second game, I think, did Wiggins start on CP because Book was out? I want to say that's what happened. Hold on. I can look at the matchup numbers and we can tell for sure. Uh, yeah, when we're looking at the I – don't, I don't have those numbers either, but um, I feel like the, I th- feel like Perks is right. I think that the run that we saw um, that we saw GP2 get was primarily focused on CP3. But he played. He only played 16 minutes that game. Um, yeah. Gary Payton only played 16 minutes, so it's not she like he also got... played more, didn't he? I, I remember that being a talking. Uh, no, he got, he played 12. So she has got 12 he, he minutes. Play, in he that played first more game. in the first half. I, I mean, putting I him up against um, CP is actually not a bad thing anyway, because he initiates everything for them. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the thing was that uh, Booker went out fast too. Like he only got 15 minutes in that game, so. But I feel we like he played most of the first half, though, no? Yeah, well, I mean, with 15 minutes, he he must have got – he probably played most of the first quarter, right? And then we he didn't start. He played the whole first quarter, and he played he some of the second. But I thought it was – like, I thought it was most of the okay, second Okay, I have the matchups for the first game. So mm-hmm. uh, Wiggins was the primary defender on Booker for two twenty-three matchup minutes, and then Juan had one minute on him, and then okay. GP2 did 54 seconds. Okay. So, so yeah, it was mostly get a lot of... Wiggins. But in the second game, was it? Uh, let me see. For, uh, for CP3? Yeah. Well, CP3. Mm-hmm. And I'm just curious. Like, I feel like Gary Payton is probably going to have to be utilized more in this game with, with some of those guys out. So I'm mm-hmm. just wondering who is it in most the... effective to put him on. And it probably is Chris Paul still. So, I mean, in the first game, Wiggins uh, had the most minutes against Paul defensively. He had 321, and then Draymond had three minutes, and GP2 had 140. Mm-hmm. And then looking at the second game. I think I like GP2 on on Chris Paul more than I like him on Booker. On Booker. I mean, it's hard to say that you don't like GP2 on anyone, right, because he's such a dog defensively. And he's just going to make it much more difficult for anybody. But I think that um, Booker is such a scorer, like can create his own offense. I think there's a chance that he'd be able to elevate shots over the top of him. And so I kind of like the Wiggins matchup against him more. 
So if you put Kaminga in, who is he going to be guarding? Probably, That's a I good mean, question. Probably Jay or, or Mikhail. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, I know what it is. They put, but Dre played, he guarded um, Aiden in that second game mm-hmm. more than mm-hmm. he did the first game, right? Yeah, second game, mm-hmm. uh, Wiggins had five minutes defensively against Chris Paul. And uh, okay. GP2 had 222. Okay. Yeah. So I think Dre had more minutes on Aiden in the second game. Yeah, Aiden, had, uh, Jermon had five minutes against Aiden in the second game. And in the first game, he had. Uh, 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 and I remember him giving minutes. Aiden some problems. So. Uh, yeah, I think that's an important thing to take away. Like, yeah, from he was a two game of six planning, against Jermon. From a game, game planning perspective, I think that it would really benefit Steve Kerr to try and match Draymond's minutes rotationally with when Aiton is in the game. I think that's going to be important because Aiton was like eating Looney's lunch. It was, that was a tough matchup for sure. Like he was just getting whatever he wanted against Looney. Um, do we I think, think, those, do we think Steph has a good Christmas day game? No. Did, <laughs> last year, did no. that change? Did he break it last year or was it the Staples uh, curse that he broke? I want to say no, but let me, let me double check. He didn't break the Staples curse last year. Steph is trash at Staples. He, no, but he did game. for the play-in game. He was good. Braun just hit that fucking shot at the end of the game. True. That was a nice shot, but I I don't buy that he was blind in one eye when he hit it. it no, bullshit. I don't. That was bullshit. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was hilarious. bullshit. He saw three like, That was theatrics. He's so ridiculous. Yeah. So you guys still don't think Steph is going to have a good Christmas Day game? I mean, if he can't even show up on Christmas with the half the team out, we're like... <laughs> That's true. We're, we're in trouble. I oh think my. that... <laughs> let's see the old rotation is what Christmas I want to see. Christmas game is when we lost to the Bucks by 40. Yeah. Steph I was mean, 6 of 17, 2 of 10 from 3. So. Well, we have a few... We have like two minutes left. So, I mean, I, give me you guys... What is, what is the best chance for them to win this game? Making shots. Yeah, and not right. getting COVID, <laughs> clearing health and safety protocols. Steph breaking think, the curse finally. Yeah, I think Steph showing up and even being like eighty percent of what he—not even what he could be if he has a great game, but like of who he should be. If he shows mm-hmm. up and is who he should be, and we don't get like hit with some, uh, like a lot of unexpected health and safety, like it's so hard to predict. If health and safety protocols go wild on either side, like anything can happen before this game even starts, right? Like it's going to be impossible to predict, but as far as predictions, like assuming that the people we think are going to be there are going to be there. I think the key is what can we do to put a lid on Eaton? And um, then I think that Booker being back is because we're not going to have Wiggins, right? Like that's going to be tough. That's going to be tough. Like who, who guards? Yeah. Who does guard Booker? If Wiggins is not around, I mean, do you put Kuminga after him? Would you try that for any period of time? Like, that's just what I was wondering. Go dog him. Like, right. Honestly, I I wouldn't mind putting Moody on him too. Like Moody, yeah. Moody's been very good defensively. Okay. There was a lot of like talk early about how like in practice, like they've got Kuminga chasing stuff around. Like, mm. yeah. I don't know if you've seen that Nat, but they're saying like in practice and scrimmages, like they'll they'll assign. Kuminga on Steph defensively, like try and not let him score. Really? <laughs> like, okay. So it's like he's running around. Him. He could guard one through five theoretically. Like, I mean, he didn't want to guard in the Nets game. Yeah, I actually don't yeah. think that in in limited minutes, it's the worst idea to have Kuminga even like face up against Eaton temporarily, just because mm-hmm. 
he provides a verticality that Draymond is unable to, and Looney as well. Like, Eaton can turn around and shoot that little hook, and he can just go over the top because Draymond can't elevate, and neither obviously neither can Looney. Um, but like Kuminga might be able to get up enough that he forces him to alter his shot a little bit, which might lower his percentage. Uh, I don't think it's like sustainable over a whole game. I don't think that should be your game plan. But for mm-hmm. little periods of time, if you get caught out of rotation where like Draymond like necessitates rest in a moment when Aiton is going to continue to be on the floor, I think throwing Kuminga at him in limited action isn't a horrible idea. Better than putting yeah. Billy on Aiden. <laughs> yeah, I mean All that's right. just that's like worthless. That's automatic buckets for yeah. <laughs> for Phoenix. Okay, so all for for this game and for any where they're missing people, they're going to be leaning heavily on defense. So, and you just hope that Steph and Dre don't go into protocols because without those two, well, yeah, it's just a wash, right? Yeah, that's like an auto loss if that's the case, especially if Phoenix stays healthy. Right. All right, guys, listen, thank you. This has been um, a pleasure. Listen, we guys, I recorded early this week because it's the holidays. People have a lot to do, so. Um, please bear with me if so much changes before <laughs> this episode drops because like it's, it's, it's the landscape everything is changing daily in the league but I still would like to thank um, you too Perks Med thank you so much for all the information that you brought um, you guys I, I think it's impossible that anyone who listens to me is not already following this account but if you do if you are not please tell them what the the subreddit account is on twitter give them the handle please you can follow us at uh gsw reddit for salary cap and spicy takes and we've (laughs) got you covered (laughs) yeah and if you if you're looking for g league coverage we are literally the only people doing it Yes. Oh, and, and Kevin and Dana. Kevin Dana. And, yeah. and, and Jim Sue. Uh, <laughs> yeah, shout out to those two. Uh, but yeah, come join us at uh, reddit.com forward slash r forward slash warriors. Uh, community of Warriors fans from around the world. We've got mm. 350,000 Clathias strong. Uh, come share your memes and your highlights <laughs> yeah. with us. And uh, we would love to see you there. Uh, yeah. And we, we talk all things Warriors. They know their shit. Okay, guys. So happy holidays to everyone, whatever you celebrate. Please be safe. Please mask, social distance, all of that kind of stuff, guys. And um, I will um, be seeing you guys with more content after that. Follow, subscribe. You know what you need to do. Rate the show. And until next time, take care, everyone. Bye.